0: Hello! Welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today we are reviewing Star Wars Squadrons. I'm your host, Jacob Bush. And with me today, he thinks that Alden Ehrenreich is a better Han Solo than Harrison Ford. And he refuses to accept that Luke Skywalker kissed his sister. Leader of the Nintendites, Ryan Scalf. Both of those are wrong. What? You've, I've heard you say that before. No.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. That... I... This isn't a joke. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that that was not true. <laughs> I'm you, no longer kidding. You do love Solo, though. Solo's a great movie, yeah, but I would never disrespect Harrison Ford it's, like that.
0: So, typically these things are jokes. This is the first one you've ever fought me on, actually.
1: Yeah, because that's wrong. <laughs> it's fair. You shouldn't have said
0: that. <laughs> Our special guest today thinks Ska came before Reggae, and his favorite Star Wars character is Newt Gunray. His name Crystal Pack, AKA Rumble Pack 92.
2: I don't think Scott came before reggae. I, in fact, know (laughs) that Scott came before reggae.
0: I knew you were a Funhouse fan <laughs> and I knew that I had to bring that out for you.
2: Yeah, that's brilliant, man. I wasn't ready for that. I love it. I love you. That's fantastic. Also, shout out to Newt Gunray, you know?
0: Underrated just, character.
2: He's just out there doing his thing and people Dude, are like, trading. ah, New Gunray this. Like, I know, just trading
0: Dude, and federating making Monday long. Right. But we do not approve of the terrible stereotype slash accent they've slapped on that character. That was pretty, okay, I forgot about pretty that. bad. Oh,
1: I did forget about that
0: for sure. Um, hey, Chris. So, like I said, special guest Chris Pack, a.k.a. Roman pack 92 tell the people what you do, where they can find you. You've been a, a, a friend of the show for a while now, interacting on Twitter. Let the people know what you do.
2: Absolutely. Uh, you can find me primarily at twitch.tv rumblepack92. I am a variety streamer there. I stream three to five times a week. I play whatever the hell I want, whenever the hell I want to. You know what I mean? Outside of Twitch, I do have a grand total of two videos on youtube.com. You can find me there at just rumblepack no 92 And then if you ever want to hear me scream about video games, but in text form, you can Follow me on Twitter at RumblePack92.
0: I highly recommend it. I highly recommend these Twitch streams. They're fantastic. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. Today, we are gathered here to review Star Wars Squadrons. And I, I need to point this out. We're all big Star Wars fans. I saw this on Twitter. That's why Chris came up so quickly uh, for this review. Because he reads the books. Chris, you read the books.
1: I read so many of the books. Oh, respect, we do too. Respect, man.
0: They're amazing. So in th- one reason, specifically even more of the books he reads... He read Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, I have not read Alphabet Squadron. You have not read it. We've we've read a lot not. of older stuff and some of the the New Republic stuff. But mm-hmm. dude, Alphabet Squadron—that is squadrons, somewhat. You know what we see in this campaign a little bit, right? Uh, to the point where they reference them in the game.
2: There's, I, it's pretty, it's fairly early on. I think uh, there's a, a point where you're doing a New Republic mission, and um, I'm so bad with all the characters' names in this game. I cannot, I cannot remember. But the the, the woman with the uh, the robot arm.
0: I don't blame Um, you. I couldn't tell you either. I have no idea. No,
2: it's... I'm already bad with names, and then Star Wars ones are worse. But there's a point where you know you're you're in the hangar and 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 talking to him, and she mentions like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go out and do this mission. And uh, somebody else is like, why is it always us? You know, she's like, what? Who do you think's gonna go do it? Alphabet Squad. And I was like, "Ah." oh,
1: that's nice. Which,
0: by the way, not going too deep into some of the stuff yet, but the game does a pretty good about doing some cool call call outs, call backs, right? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of them. Like I said, we're reviewing Star Wars Squadrons. Came out on October first, 2020. Was released on PS4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, it was developed by Motive Studios, which is under EA. Priced at forty dollars, uh, it's capable of VR on P- PC and PS4. I didn't play it on uh, VR or with VR. Did you play it with VR, Chris? I play it
2: almost exclusively
0: in VR. No way! Wow. So
2: I I picked it up on PS4, so I have, I've been playing it on, on PSVR. I don't do multiplayer in VR because I would get sick. Um because it's it's you know, you gotta go real extra to play it against yeah, actual do. players. I'm but right. I did I've I've played through the through the campaign all all in VR and it is something else, man. I'm it's so it's an experience unlike anything else. Uh there's that <laughs> the night it came out, right? Like I was like, I'm starting it in VR, like I'm I'm not gonna do it later. I'm doing this right now. So I'm there at midnight, I, I installed it, I get it going, and uh my wife is like, Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. It's really late. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's fine, I'm just gonna play this game. And um, you get that that first like tutorial mission in the in the TIE Fighter, and I mean it does the whole thing where it, where it puts you in and so i mean i just sit in there you're in the tie fighter cockpit in vr and i'm looking around and like i can see up through the slats like in the in the top of it and i'm looking behind me and and seeing like the the door to get in and uh my wife texts me she's like I can hear you laughing because I was sitting there going.
1: (laughs) 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 It's like every Star Wars fan's dream come true. It was beautiful. I'm so
0: glad we have you on. I didn't know that. We have the VR perspective, so that's fantastic for the review. It's a first-person space combat game. Uh, Like you said, there's dogfighting, there's fleet battles, there's a campaign. That campaign's pretty short. It's about eight hours. And there's only two multiplayer modes for the whole game. But again, it's priced at $40. We can kind of get into details of if that's worth it or not. But I just wanted to ask a general, I'll start with you, Ryan. What were your overall thoughts of this game?
1: I think the first and foremost thing was just the beauty. I mean, it was incredible. The level design, every location is so unique. The lighting, the colors, everything uh, stood out about each location. I feel like they put enough variety in every area where i think with battlefront 2 really there's like three different types of maps you the know space they battles, all, space yeah, battles, yeah the space they battles free, they yeah. all kind of follow that same trend and maybe a different background but this is totally different scenery totally different colors totally different obstacles yeah. everything has changed and i i really appreciated that about it
0: yeah absolutely chris what'd you think
2: no, it's, I, I'm definitely on on board with that opinion, especially like just going with almost like you could tell each each map apart by its color palette, even to the point where it's like thinking it off the top of my head, like you have uh, the one map that's, uh, it's like an asteroid field and you get lots of those uh, like oranges and, and, and browns and reds and, and that sort right. of thing. But then uh, you go to my favorite map, which is that big like uh Imperial station and it's oh. lots of whites and and like the harsh blues and everything you can go inside it and yes. out of it and I was like it was i wasn't expecting it from a space combat game but the map design is really tight like it's I know there's only like four or five, but they all feel tons of fun to fly around in.
0: It's super intentional. Yeah. And they do feel, they all feel different. Of like, I'm thinking of, I thought you were going to say Yavin. Cause like that's unique in itself where it's just yeah. the beautiful clouds and it's just open, which there's yeah. not much design to that other than it just looking pretty. What but is the, the level that was,
1: it's kind of like the Kessel run through the clouds. Couldn't tell mm-hmm. you the name. I can't remember. I have no idea what the
2: name is, but that's immediately what I thought it was when they're, when they're going through the storm in solo. It's yes. pure Kessel
1: run. Exactly. It's totally like that. And it, I mean, I'm so glad that was in the game because that is a very unique map. Like it's a, it's kind of an area that one of the only areas in a Star Wars game that you you literally could not explore in any other form of game. There's no, yeah, no reason way. they would be in there other than to fly these ships, you know.
2: So and plus, I mean, the whole thing is littered too. It's it's all like, like Clone Wars era, like Venator wreckage. wreckage. Yes. And- stuff like i remember flying around and i was like oh wow that's i was like that's not an imperial ship or anything i was like that's old old school and, and yeah so it just it just kind of adds to that sort of visual history to it without actually having to explain anything about it like it was, it it was, was very
0: cool it was clearly made with star wars love which i feel like you know yeah. that's one reason why i think everyone loves the mandalorian so much because it's good for casual fans but also there's so much there for those fans who read the books and play the games like it's all there so guys that's general thoughts i want to go into gameplay now Like I said before, it's first-person cockpit, which when I describe this to some people, this is a turnoff. And quite frankly, sometimes it is to me, too, because when I was playing Battlefront 2, all I did was in the Starfighter battles was third-person. I like to see my ship. I feel like I can maneuver better. But this is more towards the realistic flight semi. You know, it's still arcadey, but it's very flight semi in the sense you know, you can use a, a Hoda stick with this and you're in VR. So it's, they're definitely going after it. That's I something
2: I, I really need to do is, is pick up a Hoda stick and, and play that in VR. I don't know if there are ones on PlayStation, but that's like the next level, you know, it's like, I, I need to experience that next. That's as close as you're gonna get, right? Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> right. absolutely. The actually
1: flying one. And I'm curious, Chris, cause the one drawback for me personally, um, I love that perspective most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I found when I was flying Imperial ships, you have that forward facing window. Did that ever did that kind of take you out of the, the whole VR s- scenario or because I, I know on like the U-Wing and the Y-Wing, you have this like clear glass right above your head. And right. I, I would look up every so often and see, you know, what's around me. Yeah. And you just couldn't do that in the TIE fighter.
2: I mean, if the, if the idea is that you want to look at the scenery, then yeah, maybe a little bit. But
1: uh, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> if you're trying to you shoot someone, because you can see forward, and that's maybe that's it. why I'm so bad at
0: dogfighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just looking at the Whoa. planet, the planet by him. You know? <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> that's
2: beautiful, yeah, yeah. In 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 most of the ties, you can see forward, and that's it, right? Like that's how you've got um right. the, the the cool thing about about playing in VR though, in this some other is is that it's like. You know, like ties have like the door on the top, and that's how the pilots get in. But there are slats in there that you can actually see through in VR. And uh, I was like, well, maybe that's, that's just cool. for, maybe that's just like a visual design purpose. But then I looked up and I can actually see through it. And I was like, nope, that's really cool. <laughs> as, that's as like I'm seeing cool. stuff wow. fly by. And uh, playing VR was really, really nice, though, too. Specifically for, and it, it obviously worked out better for the Rebels, which typically have wider viewpoints, but are also very cramped. I don't know if uh, it, it doesn't come across in the movies. Them cockpits be small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Like
2: the, like the, the, The X Wing glass is like an inch in front of your face. Like I I I wanna I sometimes I sit like in my chair, like with my shoulders up like I'm hunched, like trying to make sure I don't bump my head against it, even though it doesn't reel and it's not there.
0: But I'm so jealous. I know that's it's incredible. a great
2: experience I can't recommend
1: it enough um, I'm gonna pick up that PSVR eventually whenever, I know whenever, whenever it to comes that. to
0: PS5 yeah. yeah I'm 100% gonna pick it up so getting into some of the more mechanics so obviously like we said first person love it or hate it it sounds like VR that's perfect for it for us other guys if we struggled a I struggled with it it sounds like you didn't like it too much yeah. either. I was shocked by this but it's super deep like you manage your power where you throw it to lasers you throw it to shields you throw it to engines and based off what you're doing you know you're class because there's support class in this for sure there's attacking there's defending whatever you want to do but there's serious strategy here and it was i don't want to compare it to overwatch because that's maybe an insult to overwatch but i did feel like there were certain roles where yeah it's not just you're flying a ship shooting like you've got support you can manage If you've got more you know dps or not or if you're if you're more of a protective character that shocked me from this
1: yeah i, I feel like there was a huge amount of room for really tons of different types of players because i love bombers that's kind of like my thing i've always loved the bombers but i you know in battlefront 2 you're a sitting duck always you're just going to get so lit slow up. so slow and this game you know you can adjust like your engines but also they gave so many good countermeasures for mm-hmm. bombers yeah. to keep from i'm actually like getting kills behind me with the mine if you know how to use that mine. Yes. right i yeah. can't
2: tell you how many times i've died to that stupid thing <laughs> i'll <I've laughs> be some... chasing after a thai bomber and i'll see it and i'll be like well that's it
1: <laughs> right right you're like trying to get more rounds into that bomber before it <laughs> like kills i can get it. it i can get it i can get it and i never right. do
0: so it sounds like you're an attack class pretty much
2: uh, I'm an I'm a I'm a I'm a basic boy, right? I like the X-wing and the Tie Fighter, like that's where I sit. But to to speak on on kind of I, again, just the day, what what it surprised me was not only the depth of it, but the depth of the loadout customization. Like, like you said, it, it does feel almost like class based, like to to kind of put it to Overwatch, where it's like the U-wing and the Reaper are very much like support, and then like your main kind of attacks or the X-wing, Tie that that sort of thing. But then to be able to look down and still also be able to fine tune that to a particular play style. Like uh, with the, with the X-Wing I'll run like this uh, it's a longer range laser on it where all four of the, of the things will fire at once and it'll do less damage, but it can go really, really far and it kind of auto aims for you to make it easier during dogfights. And uh, mm-hmm. usually what I'll do, it's like, I'll set it up. I've got an ion missile instead of the proton torpedo, so wow. I can just freeze them in place and then blast them to hell. And then, and then, and then continue about my very way. It's, well, it's fun, dude. Yeah, dude, that's dude and
0: that's amazing because I, I actually, similar to Ryan, I run two different bombers. I run a bom- bomber who takes down actual ships, like the, the Star Destroyers. Like the Corvettes. Yeah, the Corvettes, Star Destroyers. Right. They take, them, take down those. But then I also have a dogfighting bomber where it's equipped with the mine and it's equipped with those auto-locking rockets, which, man, those auto-locking rockets, you get four of those out, you are dest- you can destroy it's four they're people. Dead, yeah. They're dead. Yeah. So to speak to that, it's it's shocking at how much depth that it's not just a, you go up and shoot, other tie fighters you're sitting there fine tuning what you use
1: in any other game the bomber would be useless in a dogfight yeah and oh yeah i mean any no one in the right mind would go in you know five on five using a bomber That just didn't it wouldn't make sense but i feel like they equipped them so well because there was times where yeah i am a lot slower so when the team is a bunch of a wings i'm a tie bomber i'm getting lit up but if i land those hits they're done you know, oh yeah, they're so
2: weak. they're strong they're tanks. They can take a lot of damage too. Right, like it, it, it takes a good amount of effort to also speak on. Just, I guess to kind of just appreciate the gameplay of it to, to revert back around to the uh, like the power diverting mechanics for a second. That's genius. It is. Yeah, um, I know it's a mechanic that's taken from the old like '90s X-wing vs. type fighter flight sim games and then kind of arcadeized a bit uh, to make it a, a little more accessible. But there, there's that feeling of. You're chasing after somebody, and so are like, cool, I'm going to divert powers into lasers, and you blow them up, and then you start, uh, like somebody's hitting you from behind, so you divert your shields to the back, and then somebody else comes in, and you're like, all right, I'm just going to get out of here. So you switch to engines, and you go, and you drift around, and you do the the cool, like, drift mechanic, and turn yes. on it for a second. It's, flying in this game feels incredible.
1: It does. The drift is, I don't think there's anything that makes you feel like a more professional pilot. Really? Like, yeah. You just, no, like, dude. do that drift, you're <laughs> facing your enemy that's been chasing you nonstop. It's awesome. You know, it's I showed my dad. My dad, he growing up, he was a big part of why I was into video games, and Mm -hmm. his go-to game that he always played was flight simulators. Oh yeah, like World War II ones, and he—that's like the only thing he has the patience to play. And so when I showed him this game, I mean, it was like, it was like the greatest thing he'd ever seen. You know, space (laughs) battles, drifting, amazing—you know, mechanics and everything else. It it was—it's deep. Yeah, I
0: I can't praise the mechanics enough because when I bought this game, I was like. I think I, it's basically going to get, it's going to be a more deep uh, Star Wars Battlefront to Starfighter Assault. It was mm-hmm. way more than that. So yeah. it, did, it did kind of blow in my expectations there. One thing I want to touch on, which you kind of, the uh, class customization, there's also cosmetic customization. And I don't know if you dabble in that at all. You have to play quite a bit to have the currency to unlock some of these. But this ranges from whole exterior, so the color of your actual Starfighter pilot appearance, uh, decorations inside your cockpit, including a baby Yoda bobblehead yes. just came out. That's sick. And yes, it's very expensive. I was, hoping
2: you, I was hoping you'd touch on that.
0: So I wanted to ask you, have you dabbled in, you know, I'm kind of holding on to my currency because I only have enough for one, like one legendary right now. And it's probably going to be baby Yoda bobblehead, but it's a cool, it's a cool feature to have present in this game.
2: It's probably not the smartest thing, but I have, I've played exclusive, like almost specifically so I can get more cosmetic stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, that's nice. a great point. There's, there's not much more to play to other yeah. than... Yeah.
2: And so I just recently uh, to to speak on the the Mandalorian update that they just added to it because I... The the tie fighter is my favorite thing to fly, and that's probably what I fly the most. And uh, one of the options they added for the tie fighter was the the plate of Beskar steel.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh,
2: and so it's 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 like a it's it's almost like something you'd hang around you like your your windshield, right? So it hangs off in the, in the top left, and it's the little plate that, that the Imperials give to them. And I was like, I need that, and I just got it, and it's awesome. I love it.
1: That's amazing. It's you cool. Can also it's get like
2: a like a little like IG droid and stuff like. Oh okay. awesome. I haven't bought yeah.
1: one thing. You I, haven't. I'm a hoarder. I yeah, I know. I I I like that, and I'm like, oh, well, something might come along that I really want. And then nothing comes along and I never spend my
0: credits. So, so I want to ask a controversial question. Okay, here we are getting in the nitty gritty.
2: Let's, let's hear the hot takes.
0: Would you like microtransactions in this game for cosmetics?
2: I probably wouldn't be upset about it, like, honestly. If they were to, to come around now and decide, hey, we're going to start charging for cosmetics, I would probably be upset about it because they've set the precedent that you can get them through gameplay already. If it had launched with uh, with like, hey, you know, it's two bucks for a carved baby Yoda or whatever. Like, nah, whatever. Here's two bucks. Like, I'm that kind of guy, though. I've bought so many Fortnite skins and, and other stuff. Like, I yeah, I, I buy cosmetics. And I'm one of those people. I'm part of the problem.
0: Same. Right? Oh, that's so Jacob. <laughs> yeah, it is. is. <laughs> I'm, I'm really If you make something cool
2: if you make something look cool i want it <laughs> also they they know Jacob. how to
0: scratch my gambling issue when it comes to like loot boxes oh, I, I i will i'm not an advocate for loot boxes but man am i a sucker for them
1: he bought overwatch like <laughs> 10 times over with his loot boxes it's bad
2: yeah, yeah. this so, box is the one thing I, I refuse to buy
1: i don't blame you dude it's,
2: it's a terrible most, mechanic it's most ea
0: thing but again hold on that's why so exactly i asked this question because battlefront 2 was rife with these issues yeah like it launched terribly because of my, mm. microtransactions. And I'm seeing on the subreddit for this game, people want more content.
1: Okay. But I don't think that it's – I don't think the issue is that EA did microtransactions. I think it was the fact that you could play for almost a year before you unlock Darth sure. Vader. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely. regularly play. That yeah. really did not sit well with people.
2: Yeah, that's that's definitely important to, to point out. It's not that it had microtransactions that, and people are like, "There's microtransaction in my Star Wars game." It's that you can play for a year to get like Darth Vader. Yeah, and, you know, and yeah. it's like that shouldn't the be star that, of the no. game. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you can pay ten dollars and have Darth Vader immediately, and 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 I mean, it's like no, that's that. It was just very very
1: bad implementation.
0: It was implemented poorly. So would you be open to microtransactions done right?
1: Yeah. I don't know that they would do it right. Sure, it's EA. I would definitely be open to
0: it. But here, actually, though, we don't know if they'll do it right. I wrote a blog post about this early on in Bush League. Jedi Fallen Order was a sign that Mm. EA might be going in the right direction. To me, Star Wars Squadrons is another sign of that, where they promise no microtransactions up front, and here we are. So there is, I think they're earning back a little trust with fans. At least for me, they are a little bit. I'm still skeptical. But at the same time, this subreddit for this game, they're clamoring for more content. And what happens with games like this, when you just release a game with no microtransactions, with no DLC, in the modern era of gaming, I'm not saying it's right, but what happens is the game is done. The game is done. They're no longer funding development for it. Motive has moved on to a new project they've announced already. So to me microtransactions, as wrong as they can be, they fund development, they, they fund more content. And that's something as gamers, we kind of need to come to terms with because I think we want it all we want more content without paying more.
1: Well, yeah, I think there needs to be room for them to add on, like you said, but also there needs to be room for EA to like right their wrongs, right? Because I think there's like this cloud over EA of just mistrust in the gaming community, because, you know, the gaming community is not quick to forgive, like we aren't, we just we, we, fight. we hold grudges no, oh, yeah. We hold grudges. Still mad at Blizzard. Grudges,
2: Still mad at
1: Blizzard. But absolutely. and so I I'm a personal believer. It's like okay, there needs to be some room for them to prove that they can um, do this without straight up screwing the customer. Sure, you know what I mean?
0: So. Would you, and on the same topic, because the other alternative to microtransactions, which is less frequent, and I don't think it would be able to fund full developments anymore, but would you pay for DLC for this game if they were to release, you know, let's say two more maps and maybe an additional Starfighter and some cosmetics?
2: That's that's probably where I would be willing to, to put some money down is if it's like, hey, we're adding. a, it, it almost like harkens back to like the days of like the, the Halo map packs or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like 10 bucks, here's six new maps. If they were to just be like, hey, here's a bunch of, you know, cockpit ornaments, a dollar each, I'd be like, oh, come on. They were already free. Like, that's, that sucks. Uh, right. But if, if they're like, here's, here's more maps, like another campaign mission or something, maybe like a new ship class. Like, like, something like, like give me the B-Wing. Do it, um, yes. The B
0: wing, I do. <laughs> I totally for agree. Sure, completely yeah. agree. Give
2: me the B wing and the uh, the, tie, uh, striker. 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 Yeah. Yes. the tie striker, striker. Yeah, the tie striker. Sick. So I mean, if they were to do something like that, yeah, I would pay more money for it because I mean, it's more game. Um,
0: which, which on that yeah. topic, you know, this game was forty dollars. Did you feel like there was enough content? If I'm being
1: completely honest, I, the multiplayer to me, I mean, two game modes. Yeah, it was weak, and um, you know, maybe it was worth forty dollars, but ten dog fights. 10 fleet battles, and you've kind of got a full grasp of everything that's going to happen in this game, yep. right? And besides the ornaments and the whole painting, there's not really much else to work for or get good at or mm-hmm. try, you know? So I can't complain. It's $40, but that still seemed a little steep, especially when in the campaign, I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to complain, but in the campaign, when you're in that like PC style, old PC 90s game where you like click and go, it's yeah. like click on this and then it like opens a dialogue with the person you clicked on. Like and you're Pajama not just, Sam style. Pajama, dude, I'm so glad you referenced that. What a good <laughs> reference. Pajama Sam, man, exactly like that. And you're just clicking around the hanger rather than. Being able to explore that, yeah, it sounds silly. Someone who hasn't played this game, it might sound silly that I'm complaining about that. But when you see the vast hangar that's in front of you and all the characters and the amazing ships and all this stuff going on, and you literally can't move around it. Like you can look around and then click into the battle room and that's it. It's even
2: worse in VR when you see the scale of everything and you're like, man, I want to go over there. Yeah. And I yeah. Can't, uh, that. That hurts me a, a lot because I'm like, I can see them working on stuff over there. I just want <laughs> <Right>. to watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about uh, content wise, though? Was there enough for, for you for $40?
2: Here's the thing I'm a Star Wars fan, so yes, I can complain. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do it really well. We all do it really <laughs> we well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm no stranger to it. I'd say. If you're if you're a big Star Wars fan, it's worth the forty dollars. Like just just for especially if you have access to VR, it's 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 worth spending forty dollars to sit inside of an X Wing or TIE Fighter or A Wing or whatever. Especially because they have like the U Wing and the TIE Reaper, which are have all oh, I think only been in Rogue, Rogue One. one. Yep. And so that, that, that was kind me. of a that was kind of a new experience, like to be able to sit down. I love the U Wing. I bought the Lego one and everything. I've got, got oh, a yeah. oh, It's yeah. one of my favorite ships. And so that was really cool. But I agree with this statement that two Multiplayer game modes is hella weak. Like that, so weak. That's rough. Uh, and yeah. and I mean, that's somebody, even as somebody that has spent probably like eighty percent of my time playing the game in dogfight. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting here. I'm like, they could have added like one more game mode, even. Like, oh yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it would have been fine. Yeah. I don't know what off the top
1: of my head, but I they could have come up with something. They make video games. Um, <laughs> <There's> it's just, <laughs> it's just funny that like, okay, you consider Battlefront Two, that was a sixty dollar game. Yeah. And their space multiplayer was a fourth way more vast and it was a fourth of the actual game and it's only $20 more. Yeah. So when you put it into that context, it's like, okay, we know they have that framework of a good, like a pretty good space battle game. And I mean, even, even just like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being, being like, here's, here's less of it. Like it's, it's weird to think that like, Hey, here's a game where you fly in X-Wing but there's not like a like a trench run anywhere in it. Oh, man. You know, yes. that's the X-Wing thing. That's yes. what you do in X-Wings.
0: Well, also, like, I was thinking the whole time, because when I played on Battlefront 2, Starfighter Assault and all those different game modes, I loved playing as hero ships because some of the hero ships are the coolest ships to fly. Like, I want to fly Slave the Millennium Falcon in first-person mode in this game. So oh those are things they could easily add. Slave 1, they could add. Like, those are things... When I saw that they were adding Mandalorian oh. content, I was like, oh, yeah. Let's get the, uh, what's that ship called? The Razor Crest. The Razor Crest. Let's get that in there. But I don't think they're going to do anything like that because it's going to throw off the balance. And I know that this is a little more fine-tuning. Yeah. But, dude, you nailed it with, if you're a Star Wars fan, yeah, it's worth $40. Us mm-hmm. Star Wars fans are a little bit, kind of like Nintendo fans. We have a weak spot for our... We put up with abuse. We put up with uh, a little yeah. bit of abuse. <laughs> we, you know, we'll, we'll go, we love the content so much, we love the IP so much, that we'll just... We're along for the ride. I'm thinking of
1: like, you remember the GameCube game? Did you play, uh, is it Rebel Leader, Rogue Leader? Rogue, Rogue Squadron?
0: Ro- yeah. Well, there's, I think, later too. There's
1: Rogue Squadron and then there's Rogue Leader 1 and 2. Yeah. Those games, I mean, you're doing the Hoth battle where you're putting the the cable around the walkers. It, mm-hmm. I mean, What's it's everything. What you've done everything s- you... like
0: 17 games now. Yeah, but
1: yeah. <laughs> I haven't do done it, it in 4K. Did you want to do it? I
0: did. Oh. Huh.
1: Yeah, I was over it. I'm just just saying like with what you're talking about, the trench Mm. run, there's enough Star Wars lore Mm -hmm. that we haven't explored in space. And I feel like this was a perfect opportunity. Yeah. You know, they introduced Sindola from the show. That was sick. Hera. Hera. Hera, Hera, Like it's what we've always wanted to see. Um, so cool. So do some stuff from the show. Do yeah. some. Sp- stuff from the Oh
2: yeah, and, and I mean, it's like I I understand that that the I mean they they specifically put it uh, in a time period where it's like just after Return of the Jedi, like specifically because there hasn't been a lot of content uh, at at that specific point yet, where you've got the the brand new New Republic and the Imperial Remnant going after it and that sort of thing. Although. The Alphabet Squadron books do take place like at the same time as, as as the game, which is very cool. There's lots of references to that to the Alphabet Squadron book. Um But it, it was also strange to me to see um like Battlefront 2 in particular definitely put a focus on like in-atmosphere battles as well. Yes. And, and then to also have none of that. Yeah, yeah.
0: It is weird because there's battlefront two assets reused in this game a ton. Yeah. Like it's very clearly the DNA for Battlefront 2 is present. So you know that development wasn't crazy because they were going to reuse assets. I don't blame them. It's Star Wars. You're not going to like create whole new things because it's the same X-Wing and same TIE fighter. Mm-hmm. But I, I am disappointed by, yeah, and in, in atmosphere battles, that's iconic for Star Wars now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that, you just expect that now.
1: I will never forget the feeling the first time I'm on Kashyyyk and I'm flying at the droid ship. I'm flying mm-hmm. that through those trees. That feeling I did not get with this game. Yeah. yeah you know that awe of like I cannot believe what I'm doing right now. There's a battle going on below you. like so many things are happening.
2: This- but and yeah it was like a similar thing where it was like my mind immediately went to like a uh, Camino right yeah. uh, like oh flying like oh, un- under
0: the platforms and then back yes. over And as you're
2: flying over the platforms you can see them fighting down there and you can shoot and, and hit, hit people down there it's like that's rad
0: but like the waves yeah. like i remember playing that map and the waves like flying yeah. you know evading the waves but this is and i think you guys are aligning with me as i'm listening to you i don't know if this game was for us for long term i think this game as star wars fans was for us but as i read the subreddit and as i see the people who are still playing this these are like diehard like flight combat people yeah which i I dabble in that in that genre for a third of a game for like battlefront 2 i'll play a lot of it in there but i haven't seen you streaming this much ryan you've struggled to play this a little bit i've struggled to play this a little bit It's not something I'm coming back to that I'm finding. And we're kind of in a spell of not many games. Like we're right before the big hit of the season. I didn't come back to this. I don't have much of a desire to come back to this. And I think a lot of it comes down to, this is for the hardcore person in the genre.
1: Yeah, it for sure is. Because are you coming to these games for the flight experience? Or are you coming to the games for the setting? I'm coming for the setting. Yeah. You know, to be in a Star Wars ship in a Star Wars world. And there's people coming for, I want to fly this machine that flies through space and i want to do it well and get really really good at it and they do and then they crush me in dogfighting
0: (laughs) no and well that's the thing they're so good they're incredible people are
1: already very good at the game oh yeah it's wild uh now i do want to put a
2: disclaimer. i haven't streamed it much because i've been having troubles with my capture card otherwise i would (laughs) have played it more on stream already uh i'm I'm this close to buying it on pc just so i can be streaming it more because uh i played with uh with a couple other guys uh Jim Tasty and albob eight seven five um, oh, yeah. on on Twitter. If y'all, don't, if y'all don't follow them, please do. They're they're amazing. Around release, all three of us uh, stream stream together, and that fun that, that game with friends is some of the most fun I've had in a Star Wars game in a long time. Like uh, uh, to the point where you know everyone's kind of picking different classes, and then the the strategies that, that you can do where you're all working together to the point where it's like I I'd, I'd ionize somebody, and then Jim Tasty would come in and, and as uh, as an interceptor and just blow them away because because they're, they're so strong. And, and it's like just that sort of like natural. Energy that you that you pick up with playing with friends after a while and seeing it happen on screen and pull off is like it just feels good yeah. to again it's like to be in a star wars ship and, and fly around that for a bit but uh, i do admit it's like whenever i play it i'll play like one or two matches and be like cool i'm set like i got my fill of star wars and I'll come back to it in a couple days. Like that's, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: You don't crave it, right? It's more of a mood. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I want some tight controls. I want to, you know, have fun in a Starfighter. I feel like Star Wars right now. It's a mood. It's not something that I'm just going to binge a month. Like I binged the campaign. Mm. And then I was like, I'll, I did a little bit in uh, dogfighting. I did a little bit of fleet battles, but man, you get crushed if you're not with friends. I think that's what I'm missing really is yeah. playing with friends probably makes a huge difference.
2: Yeah, squad and, up some time, dude. Let's do it. It's cross I'm,
0: I'm so down. Oh, it is cross-plot? Oh, Wow. Yeah. Dude, good.
2: Yeah, detail. and okay. in, fact, in fact, when I played it, Brett was on Xbox, and Al and I were on, uh, were on PlayStation. So
1: it worked seamlessly. It was
2: perfect. That's yeah. good to know.
0: We need to do that.
1: Yeah, we should do that because I think that's a huge aspect that we're missing. Because every other multiplayer game. We're playing together. You play with friends, pretty much nonstop. Yeah, yeah. So for us to not do that with this game is not giving it a fair chance. That's very like. true. <laughs> yeah.
0: So did you guys play the campaign?
1: Yep. I haven't finished it, honestly.
0: And again, that says something in itself. I think a little bit. <laughs>
2: Which it's mostly it's mostly my fault because I've been you know I've been streaming. I got I got this new thing Waypoint and, and a bunch of other stuff going on. And you shout
0: that out! Shout out! Shout out where you can find that. You know,
2: wait a minute, shout out Waypoint. Okay, I'll Waypoint. shout out I, I Waypoint. I am co-host on a also another podcast, much not, not too dissimilar to this one. Uh, Called waypoint where I am (laughs) I am joined by five other brilliant content creators um we've got actually a, a whole like litany of, of different themed shows that are that are on the way we have got our regular waypoint podcast we're in the middle of doing what we call waypoint ranks where we're ranking the playstation plus collection and um just this week we launched the first episode of this is the waypoint where we're reviewing chapter two Ooh. of uh, the mandalorian episode by episode oh and yeah so definitely definitely give shout that out that's a bunch of fun everyone um,
1: go check them out solid guys we've it's been friends with them on twitter yeah. uh, since we started this thing and they're all solid Super good content, always. It's it's really fun to watch. I
2: had, I'm, I'm I'm I consider myself very lucky to to be able to work alongside all, all these guys. So I mean, it's for those that that might know uh, the the other co-hosts aside for myself are I, I always call him by his tag, but it's some other Josh. There's uh, Matt from Assemble. Uh, my friend Jordan Deeb and then uh, Al Bob and the whole thing was also started by Austin Ernst and oh, yeah. uh, it's just, it's it's fabulous, dude. It's a fun, it's a it's a good time. Oh yeah. We got lots yeah. of cool
1: stuff coming up. Check on watch, man.
0: So you were saying?
2: Uh, as, as Yeah, it's, so it's like, I've got all this stuff going on and I, r- I actually really like the campaign in, in yeah. what it, and what it's doing, especially kind of go back to that Nintendo feeling of Star Wars fans. We like what we like, right? Yeah, and uh, there's that one mission fairly early on where you walk into the hangar and there's uh, Wedge Antilles and he's oh, like, hey, yes. I want you to come fly with me on this mission i'm like yes i'm like crying because I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm about to go fly x-wings with wedge Antilles. i'm like yes please and it's like i'm in vr he's my height i didn't know that like this is so cool <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what i mean like yes let's do it uh, and That's i mean amazing. yeah like seeing, seeing like like expanded universe characters kind of realized like oh my gosh yeah like harris like seeing hera in in vr was that was wild. Oh yeah, um, to, to the point and I, there's there's that thing about VR that just kind of tricks your brain into it's like you know what you're looking at isn't real, but there's something about it to where you're like, wow, this is this feels real. Yeah, um, and and that that's very very cool and i i just i like the dual perspective thing i kind of wish that the stories would intersect a little more but i, I still like the idea and, and i mean when they reference each other back and forth that's really cool yeah uh, but yeah i just haven't gotten around to it especially because every time i load it up i'm like i kind of want to play uh like deathmatch, you know
0: like which makes sense shoot somebody yeah if you're playing with friends who that makes sense so speaking to some of the the lore they dive into admiral sloan who that's mm-hmm. who she's promoted to later she's from a lot of content she's from the yeah. comics she's from the aftermath trilogy which i really enjoyed they also went into this is a small he's not in the game but they throw out the name at one point if you're talking to some of these tertiary characters thrawn is mentioned in the game yeah, yeah that was <laughs> sick. i like, got
1: so excited at that dude <laughs> did you hey did you read the trilogy uh i've read the first
2: one i haven't read any of the ascendancy ones yet
1: oh man dude right.
0: we're in the, sa- we're in the same boat right. we've read the first trilogy i have um ascendancy right i'm looking at it right now
2: excellent Uh-oh. man timothy's on doesn't miss
0: yeah he kills it man. so they respect the lore i there's Mm -hmm. there's callbacks i do agree with you that the actual campaigns you play on both sides the remnants of the empire really and then the new republic are they calling themselves the new republic they call themselves
2: a new republic yeah it keeps tripping me up every time i play so i'm like rebel oh that's not right
0: i know you know (laughs) change the symbol up a little bit so you go on both sides and you kind of it it somewhat intertwines but not great in my opinion i think i agree with you on that there's
1: like What bothered me was it starts off and these stories are completely intertwined. Like they couldn't be more close, I feel like. And the Empire leader, squad leader, he goes over to the Rebels. And then all of a sudden it's like everything's split up and you get called in in the Empire. You're just like oh, we wanted you on this mission. So all of a sudden you're like pulled back into the story and it just, yeah. it was silly. Like you were off in some horrible outpost in the outer <laughs> rim, you know, and then they just pull you back and now you're in charge of one of the best squads in the empire or yeah. the remnants
0: of the empire. It just yeah, it no, it's, seemed it's, kind of it's, silly. It is a little weird. I don't blame you for also not finishing it because in my opinion, busy or not, there's games that you finished a campaign whether you're busy or not. Because oh, the campaign yeah. was so, you wanted I to finish to. it, you wanted, you had to finish right. it. So I do think there is an element here where the missions do become pretty repetitive, where it is a lot of shoot this part of the ship, destroy these people, do this dogfight. And at a certain point, I'm like, well, it's not that hard even. It's AI and some of the stuff's more frustrating than difficult. I remember when I was learning to do that, the drift. The, the uh, instructions. that forget, took me forever. It, they it was, do not, it not explain clear. it well. It they do not, not explain there. it
2: well. I kept just shooting through it. I was like, "What yes. am I doing wrong?" Yes. <laughs>
1: so like, there were a couple it took me like thirty minutes. Yeah, like a yeah solid thirty. <laughs> so,
0: there were moments in that campaign that I'm like, "This mission is this little aspect of the mission is lame." I don't like doing the shooting these rockets from this you know star destroyer. This oh, is yeah. lame. Yeah. What do you think of the campaign?
1: I mean. I don't want to give away any spoilers. No, don't give away spoilers. Don't but me. there's there's certain they tried. It's almost like they tried to throw a story
0: where it didn't belong. Darth Maul comes back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Darth back.
0: it's not true.
1: <laughs> and there's like there's this one moment. I don't want to give it away, but there's this one moment where I'm like, that is so dumb yeah. like are you I know you're, you're
0: not there yet but i, it's, I know what you're talking if you about. get
1: pulled out of the story that much to where i was like i don't even want to play this next part yeah <laughs> i mean that's literally what it came down to and then you know it just goes off it is what it is it, it finishes pretty strong but I,
2: it, yeah it's, it's i i think uh, from what i understand i'm about halfway through it and I mean it's like it's fine like I would call it inoffensive
0: it's inoffensive it's 8 hours long it's short and sweet you're yeah. you're paying for it's a fine. multiplayer game here you're I do
2: I or- do like I do like some of the characters in the squad despite not being able to remember any of their names because I'm just bad with that. But it, but it's like, I do like some of the chatter that goes on between them and stuff. Like, yeah. I think the characters are fun.
0: And again, why are all people with British accents on the Empire side? They're why always British. That? Always. I think,
1: I think it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say the campaign reminds me a lot of, you know, my dad playing all these simulator games, the World War II simulator games, this, it would be like Normandy, you know, and it yeah, names yeah. the date and then it's like arbitrary random tasks that you have to do, like shoot down this, this scout or something yeah. like that and then bombers come in and take out a few bombers. They're doing exactly what all these flight simulators do yeah. and then just putting Star Wars names into it. No, absolutely. Yeah, the campaign is not why you play this game though.
0: It's not. Right. It's, this is, yeah. you're, you're, you're buying a multiplayer game and this is our last section before we get into rating this game. Multiplayer. As we've talked about already, I don't want to go too deep into it because we we've discussed a lot of it. But it's just dogfighting. It's just fleet battles. There's a ranked system there for fleet battles, but fleet battles only, which is really weird to me. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I did notice that, and uh, which I thought was really strange to have a fleet rank because I was like, that feels like the the least like competitive. Not competitive is not the right word, but it's but it's like typically you're you're gonna do if if you pull up a ranked game in any other video game, it's gonna be the most like like esports one quote unquote right like. Yeah. Uh, Uh, And to put that in that game with so many weird variables and stuff, I was like, why is dogfight not the ranked one? That's that's the most that's the most head to head one. Like it's like you just fight other people.
1: Yes. It's, it's the practice. AI factor. I think. Yeah. Like. you know, like you have all the turrets shooting at you. Like there's so many other things going on.
0: But that's ranked though. Why would that be in rank? Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, silly. It's
2: so strange. It's, it's like putting a, a rank in like, you're like, yeah, I'm ranked in the smash brothers thing, but items are on like, you know, like it's, it's so weird.
0: Which is the the definitive way to play Smash Brothers? Yeah. Come on. You know I that. will
1: stand by that.
0: I
2: hold <laughs> on. <for it>. No. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get off this podcast.
1: Though, <laughs> I'll <laughs> play with it's items absurd. Non-item people get so offended they by do. item people, and item people do not care, care. about. We like to the fun at them. I like the full map. I don't. I hate the Omega style. Hey Amen. Amen. Because, hey man, because preach. dude, yeah, the full. All map. right.
2: I'm, a, I, I'm sorry for sending us down this tangent, but I can't let this go now. No, let's go. Um. Do it. I can <laughs> so it's like y'all can't see this is not a video podcast but i have fox's down B tattooed on my arm oh wow uh,
0: wow because got, okay
2: because i got very very deep into competitive uh melee
0: no way still
2: very deep a competitive melee and so i'm the kind of person that it's like no items like four stages <laughs> and i'll just do that until the end of time okay corn area is fine what do you think for casuals I think i'm not like gonna play I, I, I will be upset time. i will be upset if i see it in a tournament
0: Best thing about Brawl fair, was guess. when they added the trip mechanic, right, Ryan?
2: Oh, dude, yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, right. I love uh, Brawl's the worst. I hate this. <laughs> Meta Knight's
1: got like superior ledge control. I did not. Of all the things, this should have
0: this should have been in your intro. I did not think we would be trolling you. We'll over bring Smash this up right next up time you're on the show.
1: We're gonna have a rematch, and all we're gonna do is argue. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> it's just, it's just
2: just head to head. We're just gonna scream about uh, Smash Brothers for an we'll hour. The definitive way to play <laughs> Smash
0: Brothers is on the 3ds come on here's the yeah, thing we're, we're, it's, we're, competitive players
2: there are some that live and die by competitive smash and, and yeah. they're they're obnoxious and i don't like them either um because because it's like if i'm sitting down to play with friends and somebody's like yeah let's play with corneria and we have items on i'll be like all right that's fine i'm playing i'm playing with friends but it's like if, if i'm going to a tournament i better not see any of that like I no it. none I of it, it. Well, or, i you know. mean
0: so here bringing it back what we're talking <laughs> about here is in competitive game modes There is not room for variables that are random. And like you're saying, the CPU is a little random. Items can be a bit random. That smash ball is perfect. Leave it alone. But I do agree that you can't have <laughs> random mechanics. I'm just, I wanted to keep talking. I wanted to keep talking so that you couldn't intersect and correct me, but I lost my train of thought. But anyways, I, I think we're all in agreement that the rank stuff is not good in this game. You play for fun, at least for, you know, yeah. for me. I think you're playing for fun in this regard.
2: Oh, yeah. It, again, it's, it's so weird that it's in... Fleet Battles rather than than uh, Dogfight because Dogfight feels like perfect to have a rank system there and, and uh, like a like an actual MMR and, and all, all kinds of that thing. Uh, the, the weird other thing that I wanted to, to point out is I don't know if you guys noticed this, but it's like part of the messaging when they released this game is like, hey, we're going to release it and that's it. That's the game. We're not adding anything else to it, whatever. And then day one, you load it up and it's like Fleet Battles season one. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which there's, and to speak to that too, there's daily challenges which yeah daily challenges imply that you're going to change these up over time so yeah i think they're trying to set expectations very low as they release content like the mandalorian
1: yeah none of this game makes sense until you're sitting in that cockpit
2: yeah all all, that game is carried by the strength of the feeling of flying the 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 the, the strength of the gameplay is so good that i don't care about the rest of this stuff i'm still going to sit down and play it
0: that's what it comes down to yeah so You played a lot of multiplayer. It sounds like Ryan, you didn't play much at all, but matchmaking I I'm playing on an Xbox one X. I have decent fine internet, you know, it's nothing crazy, but if your internet is faltering for a second, let's say your wife's watching, you know, a a show you're going to crash into the side of an asteroid and you're going to be super frustrated.
1: I have really good internet and I was like lagging like crazy. Did you
0: experience any of this?
1: I actually haven't had any,
2: any okay. connection issues myself.
0: I'm glad you, because again, I don't want to, my internet's all over the place here. That's what you get when you have monopolistic ISPs in a, in a city. Hey, but, shout, out, shout out. Shout out. So, so I, I don't want to disparage it in this way because it's anecdotal. But for me, in my experience, I experienced some lag and it was not fun. And it, it resulted in me turning off the game sometimes.
2: I mean, it is a game yeah. that demands precision. It does, and, and if your internet's going out, yeah, you're going to slam into an asteroid or run into another ship or something like that's. It, it could be detrimental. That could kill you, and 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 I mean that can. I mean, you know, a, a bad death depending on on the match can, can kind of sway like the, 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 flow of it, especially in fleet battles where, I mean, it's you dying is, is what propels the, the enemy team into gaining progress and getting, getting it's closer huge. To they yeah. really
0: make you feel it. Every death. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you crash into an asteroid and no one killed you, it looks really bad to your teammates. I feel really that bad
2: when it happens. That shout out to pilot error. The, the thing that kills me the most.
0: <laughs> yes. Seriously. Pilot error.
1: Um, That's my rival in that. Game. Yes, and I can't <laughs> yeah. seem to kill him.
0: Eh? The other, thing in regards to matchmaking that i noticed and this is a similar gripe i have with battlefront 2, and obviously they're super similar games i don't like how it takes it takes a long time to get in and out of matches this isn't a game you just hop in real quick and yeah. play around that's something that i feel like a lot of games are moving towards where, you know, you hop in a fall guys for around, whether you, whether you have to go or not, you can just drop the controller and leave this. I feel like I have to commit to 45 minutes of gameplay, mm-hmm. or I'm letting my team down or I'm not complete. I'm not getting the experience. Cause you have to sit through the experience screen to get your experience and if you back out slightly too early you don't get it
1: yeah that happened to me quite a bit actually before i realized what was happening battlefront 2 was was the same way how am
0: i still this level it was the same way so i don't know did you experience any like the structure of matchmaking i'm not a fan of
2: yeah no I, i agree with you and uh especially as we start getting into next gen which has such an emphasis on fast loads i i think like waiting three to five minutes to it's 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 so you're already looking at like two to three minutes just to get into a game and you've got another two minutes where everyone's picking their their ships and then you're sitting in the lobby and you're waiting for that last dude to ready up on the other team, and he won't. always. And, and so, I mean, you, you just end up sitting there until the timer goes down, which is like two minutes long, and then you're in for a 10-minute match, and then you have to sit through a solid 30-second experience screen. Why is this XB bar so slow? Just give it to me. So oh, slow. Man. Also, oh my
0: God. once you get past that screen, you're going back to the menu. Yeah, you, you don't are. Yeah. You're going back to the menu. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, it, you are. It's stuff that was critiqued in Battlefront 2, and I was not a fan of it then, and for them to kind of stick with that piece, that to me seems like they carried over that because that was part of the backbone of the infrastructure of that game. And they are reusing a lot of assets and infrastructure in this game where some of the bad stuff came to. So it's not a huge gripe, but it does. It's one of those things when I go, do I want to play Tony Hawk for you know 10 minutes or do I want to hop into squadrons? Well, I'm going to play Tony Hawk.
2: Go play Tony Hawk. Also yeah. just go play Tony Hawk.
0: Just play Tony Hawk. Everyone's just be I playing mean, Tony Hawk.
2: What are you doing if you're not playing Tony Hawk? That was another one, man. <laughs> yeah, it's game of the year, 2020. You heard it here first.
0: Dude, I'm it I'm all for be. it. So we're moving into our BLG rating. BLG rating, we rate one out of five. Three is somewhere in the middle where it's we call three enjoyable. It's not a C, it's not, you know, mediocre. We actually like threes. Mm-hmm. We have a lot, we have a very gracious scale.
1: It's a good
2: system, I like that.
0: So like I was saying, three's not bad. Five is considered legendary. It's not a perfect game. One is considered grim. Not terrible, but, you know, could use some work. So, actually, it is terrible. Gr- number, a one is, one terrible. is terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. a terrible game. We've so, never had
1: a one. I'm actually excited for our <laughs> first one.
0: It's going to be Fast and Furious Crossroads. I'm making my mind up now. Whenever it goes on sale, that should not be a $60 oh, game. But I might, can't believe it's it $60. Be $60. It might
1: be a two, just it because could. I'm a sucker for Fast <laughs> and Furious. Again, if don't have any that song twos. from Tokyo Drift is in
0: it, by the Terahaki Boys?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's amazing That's song. That's an immediate five if it has that song in it. <laughs> I'm, not I mean, joking, like, I'm not joking.
0: I'm not joking. That will bump it up at least one or two points in my opinion. That song slaps, <laughs> man. What are you going to say? So, guys, I usually don't start this off, but I'm going to start it off on this episode. I am going to come in out of three, and I want to explain this three for many reasons. Games, journalism, IGN, media liked this game. It was well-received. Mm-hmm it got, I think, you know, eights, was it eights and nines? And that was in the kind of eight or nine ballpark. Sevens, yeah. Sevens, some sevens. Sevens sevens and eights. So a three implies a six, right? It's not a six. I want to make that super clear. For us, BLG, Bush League, it is not a six. A three is enjoyable. And like I said, it is a game that I have a hard time coming back to when I have other options. And right now my options aren't even that deep. Tony Hawk's always going to win out, like we said. But when I think about what I want to play, I haven't thought squadrons. Often, And I've had the game since launch. So to me, that says something. The quality of the game is there. That's a four to five for me. The quality is fantastic. The mechanics are fantastic. The fun level is a little lacking, quite frankly. It's the allure of being in a cockpit, the beauty of it, the Star Wars sounds. that. Is great, but it doesn't completely keep me in the cockpit. So I step out and I wanna do something else. So for me, it's a Bush League 3. Ryan, I wanna throw to you and hear what you think.
1: Yeah, I mean, just from value alone, you know, you had kind of mentioned 40 bucks, that's a lot for a game that has so little content. You know, like if I think it's worth it, as you said, for Star Wars fans, because we're gonna consume whatever they put in front of us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know I'm part of the problem for sure.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: But I, I did really enjoy this game because it's Star Wars and because I love flying and that, the whole experience. you know I bought this game. I feel like I got $40 out of it. I think there's a lot of people that could buy this game and not think they got $40 out of it. It, it all depends on like kind of your love for the genre. And so I would say it's a three. That's kind of where I You're on a three too? Yeah.
0: Okay. Chris?
2: All right, so I, I I'm not breaking away from any norms here, but I was I was coming into this going with a three, but it's okay. not it's not like you were saying it's a high it's a very high three like the, high. Uh, like I you know it's an IGN eight <laughs> yeah um to yeah. Uh, to where I know we just spent like a like a half hour kind of like nitpicking at at, at the thing the little things the the that bother me you know matchmaking takes a long time there's only two modes like all all this stuff but then it's as soon as the match starts and I'm in. I'm in, you know, it's like, it's like I'm there and it's fun. It's, um, you, you kind of mentioned that it's not really a game that you really see yourself going back to too often. That's actually kind of what this game is for me. It's like maybe once, uh, once a week or something, I'm like, I really want to fly a TIE fighter and yeah. I'll, I'll sit in there. Like, it's a mood for sure. Like that, I think that's a great way to put it is like, I'm just going to, and that was kind of how I played battlefront as, as well, where occasionally be, I was like, I just want to play something star Wars. And so I'll load up battlefront and play a couple of yep. matches. And Same. So that's kind of where, that's kind of where Star uh, Squadrons is for me because, like, like I said earlier, I think the strength of the actual gameplay is is strong enough that it kind of carries it past all of these other gripes that I have about it. Um, it's not enough if they put like maybe like um, another map or two and maybe one more game mode it'd be a four for me. Uh, no, it's
0: it's a close. It's close to a yeah. four, right? Like yeah. I have It's, heard it's t- close. Because even when, you know, you name some of them off, but even when I go back and think of my critiques of this game, they're not big. Like, they're not big critiques. My big thing that, that solidifies my three is that our recommendation for this game, you either, in my opinion, you either have to like flight sim games, be it combat or just sim, you know, flying, or you have to like Star Wars. I don't see any other areas where someone who doesn't like one of those three things can play this game and enjoy it that much. I don't think it's accessible to people who, again, like you. You have to like Star Wars to play this. No, right?
2: yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't see you pulling like the Star Wars IP out of it and putting something else on it, and then thinking it's still a good game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. again, we like have that's a huge to,
2: part
1: of the draw, and that's well put. Yeah, it's I think the Star Wars exactly bias we
0: have because when we reviewed uh, Jedi Fallen Order, we we clarified we are all Star Wars fans I on this that. podcast. We are all so Star Wars fans, so I think that's worth you know, when we're reviewing it, that's worth mentioning.
1: Go listen to our podcast on Fallen Order.
0: <laughs> I you were just speaking in general. Go listen to our podcast. <laughs> as listen as listen, to the it, one that you're listening right now, As they're listening this to our podcast. Don't go away. <laughs> Stay here. But then go listen to Fallen Order. Then go check out Waypoint, please, seriously. Um Guys, that was the, I think that's the easiest route. Have we ever all agreed up front?
1: No, that's the first time. That's the first time. <laughs> Man, the great equalizer, the great Chris. Chris, rumble pack.
2: Bro, <laughs> I just come in. I'm like, threes, threes everywhere.
0: <laughs> you get a three, you get a three. Ali, so, you get
2: a three, you get a three, you get a three. It's all threes.
0: Three out of five, that's Bush League. Guys, I'm going to start going up to some housekeeping. So, some of the upcoming reviews we have, Hades is going to be our review next week. Have you played Oh, you have played Hades, yeah. <laughs> I was joking earlier. That might actually be game of the year. Like, holy dude, crap, dude. No jokes. It is phenomenal. So, Nick, have you played at it all. You haven't played it. I you're, can't wait to hear about it. You'll I think you'll be on the podcast to at least discuss some yeah. of the details from the layperson. After Hades, it's here. The PS5, the PS5 is arriving in our homes and we're going to play it and we're going to review it. So we're actually going to dedicate an entire episode to the PS5 UI hardware, the look of it, man, have we talked about the look of it, but we're going to go into the details and just speaking to a consumer level, a bunch of Xbox boys over here. We've had the Xbox. We haven't been in the PS ecosystem since PS3, yep. PS2 for me. So we're going to do a little bush league review of it. So stay tuned for that. Ooh. Speaking of which God of War, Spider-Man uh, 2018. Is that when it came out? Spider Man 2018.
2: 2018? They so, both came out 2018.
0: So God of War, Spider-Man, and Miles Morales are the first three games we are been playing. God of War is our first priority of a review, so stay tuned for that That one. You're about to that. play the
2: greatest video game that's ever been made. What Thank if we you. played it,
0: Chris? What if we played it and we're like, it was a four. We won't. I'll never <laughs> won't. get on the show. I'll never come back again. <laughs> <laughs> no respect I, for our there people. <laughs> is a, there is a fear I have with how much praise it has because I've played games where people hyped them up a bunch for me, and I'm like, yeah, it's good. That's a, think- that's
2: a That's a prevalent concern for sure, especially i and I think part of what makes it my favorite game of the world is that I also played the first three God of War games, and oh. uh, you don't you don't have to okay but, I, but I, it's like one of those the best way i can I can describe it is because you guys are Star Wars fans it's like you don't have to have read alphabet squadron to to really get everything out of squadrons but it yeah, helps, makes
0: sense oh yeah that know? makes so it's, sense it's, it's sure. a
2: knowing, knowing the past that kratos makes god of war but i do have this running joke on our on our uh playstation plus collection that we've got going on the waypoint right now because the way we did it was everyone put like their personal rankings together then austin took them and averaged them and we're all kind of learning like what the average ranking is for it uh as, as we go and I, I have this running joke of like if god of war is not first like i quit like i'm not here anymore <laughs> like, i'm dude
0: <laughs> i i'm like 10 minutes into your first episode, I'm going to finish it. It's queued up. I have it saved. But man, that is such a great concept to sit there and you guys rank them and then basically throw them into an averaging. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see what comes up on top. Because for I us, I can't wait to hear that argument. Well, for us who didn't have <laughs> PlayStation 4s, that list is going to be huge because we can it's reference it when we're going to be like, hey, we've got all these games. Let's go back and play the back catalog.
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to our, uh, Bloodborne ended up very low.
0: <laughs> I heard about that, but I'm not a, we're not really? souls born people here. So it might not oh, you're be fine a then. for us. You're yeah, fine then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So speaking to that, if you guys have any shout outs out there, you know, let us know on Twitter, hit us up on email, tell us what you'd like to see us review. We're open to any types of games, even JRPGs. That's the ongoing joke. Um, we will play no JRPGs. Ryan won't play Final Fantasy
1: VII. play Final Fantasy seven,
0: which by the way, I'm down.
1: Yeah. Actually, I might play that. It's perfect, I, it's perfect. We've it's talked about one of the only, I feel like, series, one of the only franchises none of played, us have had any exposure which is to.
0: pretty bad. I understand that.
1: It's <laughs> Final Fantasy. And so, so I would jump in. Where, where would you recommend we jump in first?
2: On a 7 Remake's a great place to do it. Okay. us um, right. But also, we'll I mean, you, you got the PlayStation Plus Collection coming on. 15 is also very, very good, especially if you're not particularly into JRPGs, because both of those games are not turn-based. They're, they're action RPGs. And so I think that makes it a little easier to get into.
0: I love turn based. That's the thing. I, lo- I love turn based games. That's not a you know, I've loved Civ games, Pokemon games. I played Octopath Traveler, that's JRPG. So and like, I play I, in that case, play ten. Ten? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool.
2: they 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 re they did a remake a remaster and put it on PS4 as well, which will be backwards compatible up to the five. So if that's your thing, play ten. That's so great.
0: If you're listening out there and you disagree with Chris, email us at Bush <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Bush and for Ryan at Bush league, Ryan for recommendations. Again, we're open to them. I think we're going to take up your advice though. So yeah. I appreciate that. Um, we have a patreon on patreon.com/ slash Bush league gaming. Appreciate the support. No pressure, but we also have a merch store. It's now live. I'm wearing it right now. Y'all can't um, see it, but it's great, dude. We we love it. I can't stop buying it, which I'm. You know, why, we're, <laughs> we're high on our own supply, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, own <laughs> <too>. <laughs> bro, I'm
2: wearing my own hoodie right now too. Dude, and I know, know good. Go I know how that goes,
0: Chris. That's it for Bush League. Plug your stuff. Plug it all. Plug Waypoint. Oh, right. Again. All right, one find more you?
2: time. Of course, I am a co-host on Waypoint. You can find us on uh, YouTube.com at Uh, waypoint podcast there's one by vice gaming i didn't even know vice had a gaming podcast that they decided to call waypoint who even cares about vice that's so who weird who cares
0: about vice vice uh, <laughs> <So weird.
2: Wise laughs> <It's>, words <laughs> it's so weird um you can find me on twitter at uh rumblepack92 i'm on youtube also just rumblepack and of course i stream 3 to 5 times a week on twitch at twitch.tv/rumblepack92 uh to shout out the merch store it's mm, i don't remember the this specifically i believe i i listed it as teespringcom rumble store rumble store and if that doesn't Bring you there just at me on Twitter or something and I'll send you the link for you it. Missed, <laughs> missed, <laughs> missed
0: opportunity to go like with Rumble still store or something like that.
1: Oh, man. No, that's Rumpel. That. That's uh, Rumpel. So It's, it's, it's plain
0: words. It Why would you want to compare
1: himself to Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's, weird? What's weird? How is that, that? beneficial it's to his brand at that. all? Nothing's weird about that.
1: And he, like, is, is that... he German? Like, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> I'm finding out as a doctor. I know nothing about Rumpelstiltskin. I thought it was Rumpel. It's a horrible
1: story that shouldn't be popular but don't listen
0: to me then chris i yeah. apologize <laughs> Take it
1: back. it's horrifying it scared me as a little kid sorry
0: i'm it's I'm real weird parcel. yeah any other plugging things no nah, i think that's it chris i want to thank you for being on the show today we really appreciate it we look forward to next time if we get another star wars crossover but maybe even some like tony hawk sounds like you're a big tony hawk fan we're we're stoked to have you back down the line we love your content uh keep it up on twitch everyone go check out chris his content's awesome yep uh podcasting he's streaming he's doing it all He's great, but man, thank you again,
2: dude. Thank you so much for having me on here, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down to come back for Star Wars or anything else. I play a
0: lot of video games, <laughs> dude. We we love having people on. We really do. Yep.
2: But I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm honored to be here, man. I, I appreciate it. I've been we've been talking on Twitter a bunch and. Y'all, y'all come in. I've listened to a couple other podcasts. Like, I like what you do. You guys are great. Thank you so
1: much for having me here.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. All right. If you're listening out there, uh, catch us next week for a Hades review. We'll see you later.
1: I love you. Bye. Dude. <laughs> Non-item people get so offended by item people. And item people do not they care. They don't care.